This is Bob's World. Good morning, I'm Bob Welch. This past weekend, the Seattle Mariners were eliminated from postseason play, but it took 17 innings for it to happen. While watching it unfold, it reminded me of the longest Seattle Mariners game to ever have been played, and it was against the Boston Red Sox. I was also in the studio for it. More in a minute. Sometimes you're watching TV, and I presume this happens more as we get older. Something you're watching reminds you of something else, the wandering mind. Attention Deficit Disorder City, and if you have that, you have it more often than anybody else. I'm one of you, too. In my case, it was something that happened 22 years ago, and while I do remember some things right off the top of my head, I did have to look this one up to find the exact date, because I didn't remember that. I didn't have to look far because it was the longest game the Seattle Mariners ever played and it happened or at least started on August the 1st, 2000. The reason why I thought about this is because I was watching a very extra inning game Saturday between the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros. In the final result, the Astros eliminated the Mariners from postseason play for this year. Then it reminded me, remember one of the first jobs in radio, and his first jobs are, on the surface, it's rather routine. Pay the college kid, in this case me, to insert the local commercial breaks during the Red Sox games. How hard can it be? How easy is it for a 22-year-old kid to bring a 1,000-watt radio station in Vermont's northeast quarter to its knees? Turns out I care about every minute that goes out, regardless of how small the station is, because the people who live in the immediate area of that station should have a station they can rely on. But I digress. Unlike Saturday's playoff game that had a first pitch just after 3 p.m. as it was on national TV, the Red Sox-Mariners game of August 1st, 2000 had a broadcast time of 9.25 p.m. Eastern, and a first pitch just after 10 p.m. Eastern, as it was happening in Seattle. That would be just after 7, the first pitch, West Coast time. Everyone knows it's going to be a late night anyway. Some people choose not even to tune into those games because they have something called work to get to the next day. But due to some sort of amazing luck for me, that was work, and I got paid for it. What I didn't get paid in dollars, I got paid in memories, like this one. This game then went into extra innings. This was my very first year being paid to work at a radio station, St. Johnsbury, Vermont's WSTJ. I was going to get my first apartment where I didn't have a roommate a month or so after this point, but at this point, I had a bed and an apartment I shared with a guy with whom I'm still friends today, Jamie Dennis. He's an engineer keeping a bunch of radio stations around the Burlington area humming on both sides of Lake Champlain. It was always his strength, the engineering. If you don't understand how something works, call Jamie. I have his number on my phone today, and I've called it more than a few times over the years. He's a person who is generous and patient and has helped me countless times over the years on both a personal and professional level. Back to the game. The Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, for some reason, had an archive of this game and how it went down August the 1st, 2000. I'll read from them verbatim here. Mike Cameron ended the Mariners' longest home game in history with a home run leading off the 19th inning to give Seattle a 5-4 win over the Red Sox early Wednesday. Cameron homered on the 12th pitch from Jeff Facero, 
ending the longest game in the majors since Minnesota beat Cleveland 5-4 to in 22 innings on August the 31st, 1993. In the top of the 19th, the Red Sox loaded the bases off Rob Ramsey on a walk to Scott Hatterberg, a double by Darren Lewis, and an intentional walk to Mike Lansing. Tashihiro Sasaki replaced Ramsey and struck out Manny Alexander and got Jason Veritek to pop out to end the threat. Yes, stranded runners on base, as an aside I have. (laughs) How novel for the Red Sox pre-2004, and we've seen it a few times since. Mike Cameron entered the game as a pinch runner in the 11th inning for John Olerud and was 0 for 2 before connecting on a 2-2 pitch from Fazero for his 13th homer, ending a 5-hour, 34-minute game. It was the longest game played by the Mariners in Seattle. The previous longest by innings was a 17-inning game with Cleveland in the Kingdom, July the 30th, 1998. The previous longest by time was 5 hours 31 minutes. That was May the 5th, 1991 against the New York Yankees in the Kingdom. Seattle has played a pair of 20-inning games in its history. On August the 3rd through to the 4th, 1981, at Fenway Park, and April the 13th into the 14th, 1982, at California. The Red Sox played their longest game since 1992, and the Red Sox won 7-5 to at Cleveland, also in 19 innings. The uh, Red Sox' longest road game in history came in Seattle, a 5-3 win against the Seattle Pilots, as they were called, on July the 27th, 1969, at what was called Six Stadium. Bob's World for Monday, October 17, 2022. I'm Bob Welch. Make it a great day, and I'll see you on the smartphone.